tell me that noise doesn't give you happy. Makes you happy. Joy. Oh. Joyful. It makes you so happy. Makes me want to go to the gym. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. Is that what happens for you, Tim? No. Does it make you want to go to the gym? Nope. No, doesn't, huh? Nope. All right. Well, we're in the studio, and we are in a silly mood this morning. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. <laughs> awesome. Tim has been the brunt of every joke this morning. Just every conversation. Yes. Every conversation. Yeah, that's true. All right. So today we are... Um, well, I got myself and Melina here, founders of New Wealth Advisors Club, along with a couple of our leadership with Tim Wilkinson and Oscar Solaris. And today we, um, we're putting uh, Mark Weisenberger in the spotlight. And Mark Weisenberger has been a, a club member and a student and now a leader in our group for how many years, Mark? It's going a little past six, actually. A little past six. So mm-hmm. quite a while. And... Um, Actually, Oscar and, and Tim, it was it was their idea of like, okay, so let's profile a student that's really kind of emulated what it is that we're looking for, right, hon? I mean, yeah. end of the day. I think the, um, I think that Mark emulates not only who we're looking for, but he is the, yeah, he's the one of the most perfect students in terms of, um, you know, being already having um, success in his life in a whole bunch of different areas. So... You know, when people come to us and they've already had success, I think that there is a tendency or, yeah, um, maybe even a risk of not being coachable, right? You come to a place where you think, oh, I, you know, I've already had success and this, I see this with a lot of people. And then um, they come to us and they forget that they've chosen like an entirely new career path. Right. And so just because you've had success in the past and whatever, anytime you embark on anything new, you have to be open and coachable. So for me, Mark has been the guy who I look at as a very successful person in his own right, yet the most humble, open and coachable person, which I think is a direct result of the success that he's had. Yeah, I I, um, I want to give kudos to him because at the end of the day, when we created the idea, right, all these you know, the seminar education that we had gone to for years, and it's always, you know, it's a seminar. You kind of check the box. You go for the weekend. You go for the 1-800 number, the webinar, those kind of things. You check the box. You're done. Right. right? Then you're kind of on your right. own. <laughs> so when we created, you know, New Wealth Advisors Club, the idea was we knew people couldn't get it right away. Mm-hmm. We knew that they were going to need ongoing education. They were going to have to stay plugged in, that it was going to be a mindset change that had to take place over time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a college mentality where, like, I know for me, you know, I went to college. They said, you have to take these 40 classes. When you take them, you're done. Right. Right? You get your receipt. Right. And, um, or your degree, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> your, <laughs> your, your bill. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so this is very different. And so when we created this, it was a, the idea was, okay, so if we, could, if we could create a program where people could plug into people that are actually doing real estate and then on an ongoing basis see results of the, that same education being applied, and then it, it changes over time because as the market changes, it constantly changes. And then we could write um, every week that we have classes or training, and we could write it to whatever it is that we're doing that week. And Mark was one of the first students, I think, back in the day who really took that to heart and saw the opportunity because, I mean, I remember looking around and meet, just first meeting Mark, and it's like, hey, Mark's here again. And uh, wait. Mark's here again. Right. Wait, the doors haven't opened and Mark's outside again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, you were driving from 
Where were you living at the time, Mark? I lived above above Long Beach at that time in Downey. Above Long Beach and Downey. So how long would it take you to get to the club on average? Um, if there's no traffic, like an hour and ten minutes. If there's traffic, about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> that 91, right? We love yeah. it. <laughs> My gosh. But okay, so but no matter what, you were you were there. I, like I never heard, I never saw you late. I never saw you with the excuse of, oh, well, there was traffic, so I showed up late. So maybe you can share with us, like, what was the mindset that you came? Because you're, you know, you're not a spring chicken, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> you're, you're retired by, by force, as you said. Yes. So um, you know, what was that mindset that when you came, you, you came looking for real estate? And, like, maybe you could kind of help us understand that, maybe give some people that are out there that are maybe, whether they're contemplating doing what it is you're doing. Maybe they're already a club member and they're up and down and their own businesses. And maybe there's a nugget that you could leave leave them with as to you know what it what you feel like they, they really need in order to have the mind shift that you've had. Sure. Well, first of all, I'll answer the first thought you said about my always being there on time. Um, I think that your word is all you have. It To me, it doesn't matter what you say on contracts. If I give my word, I'm going to fulfill it or I'll be home dead one of the two. So that's just me and my thinking. The reason I, I showed up all the time was because in my life, it's always played out that knowledge isn't the end all. In fact, um, my last business I had, I spent a lot of time with a person who mentored me in that business for free, actually volunteering my time probably for maybe six years before I ever started building a business in that um, technical arena that I was in. And that business for me was very profitable. So I looked at real estate and the club that you and Melina built and the environment and the way that you teach and train and mentor other people in the same way. So I knew that if I just showed up for a long time that eventually that would pay off and um, help me fulfill my objectives in life. Hmm. Interesting. Well, imagine that. Like, willing to put in the work and the dedication and the effort and yeah it's like how do you bottle that right how do you can we just like can we just take those words and put them in a bottle shake it up and like i feel like i want to spray it on every person that ever comes <laughs> around how do you how do you you know get them there is it because what you're saying is just 100 percent the truth i know it's the truth and i know and you know you just you just likened it to a completely different type of business Right. Yeah, but um, that played out in my past life all the time. So when I came to New Wealth and, you know, it takes a while, first of all, to understand what's going on and to look around and then to set your future plans on what you now are learning and are going to learn and know. So um, it's it's always played out well, that that mindset of, OK, just show up first and shut up and learn and then uh, follow the path that's laid out. So in your very first podcast, Melina, you said you teach two people and they teach two and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. And so I believe um, you, well, you stuck me, you gave me Tim as a coach in the very <laughs> beginning. And um, that was a, a great thing. And I learned a lot from Tim, mm -hmm. but um, Tim was in the middle of his growth period too. Right. And so actually where he hadn't grown yet, I learned a lot watching him grow. And so in a way, uh, very shortly after that, I started going out and uh, 
just being around other students and practicing the same thing that Tim was practicing on me. Mm. Yeah, that's so good because one of the things I say to students all the time is, um, and it's something I think that's missed and possibly uh, Dave and I haven't spoken about it a lot or shared what our vision was from the very beginning. I think we did in the beginning and then we maybe didn't you know, push it as much or maybe share it as much. But our goal has always been for the student to become the coach because that's really what happened for us. We were the student and then at some point we became the coach. And so people would always say, well, you know, what do I have to do to be a coach? And I would always say, do the things that coaches do. Just act like a coach. Like you don't have to have the title to become a coach. And so just do the things that, you know, coaches do, which is exactly what you just said you did. Yeah, and I believe also that um, since it goes down, so you and Dave have mentored Tim mm -hmm. and also Oscar, mm -hmm. and I get to see both of those two people now and learn from them. And it's not just knowledge you're learning. You can sit in class all day long and learn everything you teach back to back. And like Dave says, you can get up there and teach it, right. but it really has no value because when you teach, Melina, you have application behind what you taught. You're teaching from experience and not from a book mm -hmm. until you can learn the information and then have that kind of mindset when you're where you're teaching from applying the knowledge, not just teaching from a book, then you become a very fluent teacher mm -hmm. and you benefit others in that teaching. When you, when you look at Mark's history, right, we always laugh because, you know, Walmart doesn't have perfect attendance. He has the next to perfect attendance I think you could possibly get. And when we say perfect attendance, those of you are listening, we have – you know, we have monthly meetings, we have various trainings that go on as a, as a club membership, and then inside of our partner curriculum, we have classes that are also offered in the club that are not part of that membership, but they're something that, as people want to run a business like Mark's talking about, that we, we allow people to, um, to look at it and ultimately take. And if they ever choose to invest in those classes, we allow those classes to be there indefinitely for them so long as they're a club member. Right. So when Mark's sitting here for six years saying he's a club member, um, he's never paid for those classes more than once, and that was a really big deal for us in the beginning was we don't, we don't want people to pay for classes over and over and over and over again because you, know, you can only pay for so much classes, right? But right. if we can teach people to find real estate and then have the ability to have people in the club with resources that can go close that real estate, then more money can be made off that real estate transaction than they ever could paying for more seminars or classes. Mm -hmm. And Mark is one of the few people that took that to heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, he stayed a club member the whole whole way through. And on top of it, he's looked at the schedule because we produce a schedule at least a quarter in advance. And he's always in class. Yep. Like he's always there. It's like there's never, you know, I hear so many excuses from so many people like, <laughs> well, I went to that class last month. And, you know, this month I got a uh, an invite to a baseball game. And so I decided to go to that. And I'm like, well, is that baseball team paying you? You know, like, if it's going to be a priority to run a business, that really needs to be the mindset that says I'm, I'm going to be in that business. And and even if, let's say, because I know Mark, there's a couple of times I think if, you know, you stopped teaching, honey, and said I need a break, I think I could throw Mark up on the stage and he could teach your sections. I agree. I think he could click through your slides and deliver the information because he's been there so much, right? Mm -hmm. But he doesn't say that. Mm -mm. <laughs> 
he shows up and he looks to learn. He mm -hmm. looks to connect with other students. He looks mm -hmm. to connect with new students. Mm -hmm. He looks to be able to be a coach to those students. Mm -hmm. He's now got, you know, Tim and Oscar and the three of them have, you know, their own conglomerate going inside their real estate business. It's a monopoly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so we, the, all of those things that we can't articulate yeah. that take place, right. those, those variables, those intangibles that people think somehow, I'm just going to come to class. If I just come to class, I check the box and I got my, you know, I got my materials and my binder and my PowerPoints and I'm good to go. And instead that yep. goes home, goes on the shelf. Yep. And then might as well shrink wrap it. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll come back to class when it's convenient for me. Exactly. Right. Or the days like when you woke up, Mark, you didn't feel good. And you're like, I don't want to go to class today. Um, I have actually been in class with two kidney infections and <laughs> I think, um, Kathy the other day heard me shout in the bathroom. It was the first time I ever passed a kidney stone. That was a first at New Wells. So, um, <laughs> so I mean, I'll go when I'm sick. So yeah. if, as long as I don't infect anybody. Wow. You passed a kidney stone at the office? Yeah. I had to ask. Did you bottle it at least? No, I had to ask just what happened because that I that never happened to me before. It was actually during one of our meetings. I didn't let you guys know. So. Wow. Dude, you're a stud. <laughs> right. Like, you are a stud. And not Did you know that, point. Oscar? Hey, Tim. No clue. Yeah. Tim, and you can't make it to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jab, jab. What the heck, man? Nice. <laughs> nice. This guy's passing kidneys. Yeah, He's passing kidney stones. I haven't seen him at the gym. I didn't <laughs> have to say that. He's busy passing kidney stones during your meeting. <laughs> and attending class. And, and being in class, and y wow. you can't make it to the gym. Mm -hmm. wow. So, uh, touche on that one. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting that, um, that, you know, I mean, I know, well, a couple things I was going to say about Mark for me is that, you know, he's become, like, you've become a safe place for me in the room, right? Like, I always look to you. Sometimes, you know, um, you're right. The way I teach is very fluid. So it's not like I sit back and prepare for, um, you know, I don't review my slides, disclaimer. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I'm like, what's the next slide? I don't know. But I teach from such a perspective of fluidity because I teach from experience. It's, it's very practical, right? right. And so um, oftentimes I will forget like, you know, detailed numbers. I don't know. Like, what code section was that? Or, you know, like very, you know, and so I'll look to Mark oftentimes, like, is that right? Did I, <laughs> did I say that right? And that's something that is, there's not anybody else, nobody else that I feel like, I mean, aside from like Oscar and Tim, that, you know, I and could, I could look to for, for confirmation or for, you know, right. Yeah. Validation I, of where I am. I don't think you can learn in class everything you need to know to run your business. Mm -hmm. I view as like when you teach and others teach that, okay, that gives me a, a launching board to go out and learn that subject because yeah. there's no way that you mm -hmm. can in a couple hours, even as good as well as you teach. And Dave also, as well as he teaches, you can't learn those things, even if you go back to class and repeat it over and over. But then you have to take that knowledge if this is your business and this is what you're going to do and go learn that subject so that you know it now well in your mind. So I never view as, um, Dave can probably tell because you, both of you, we do all kinds of um, questionnaires and things at, mm -hmm. at the end of class. When I mentored with Dave, 
my notes suck. And when I have to write stuff down, it mm-hmm. just doesn't come to mind uh-huh. because I don't learn that way. Right. Um, but if you ask me, hey, how did that go? I can give you a great summation. You put a piece of paper and a pencil in front of me. I never did well on tests. Mm. But um, the way I learn, I, the way I believe I learn is by repeating it and then going and finding the points myself and looking them up so it makes sense in my head. Yes. It puts the two together. Yeah. Yes. And so at some point, um, Tim and Oscar, you guys, you know, I think we've we've done a podcast about your your, you know, partnership, your relationship and how it's formed over the years. Um, you know, and at some point you guys decided to invite Mark in to your um, monopoly. <laughs> you want to share a little bit about that? Like, what was your thought process yeah, and how that happened? Absolutely. So, you know, the f- first, though, I was just reading a book. It's titled uh, The Art of War for Executives. So it's taking the art of war principles and putting them into business. And what stood out in what Mark was saying is the strategic principles, which are commit, mm. observe, mm-hmm. and prepare. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, check, check, check. Boom. Yeah. There he yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really everything that he said is mm. he's committed. Mm-hmm. He's very observant on what goes on and mm-hmm. what, what takes place and how people conduct themselves, what they do, what they say, all that. And in that process, he's preparing himself to be able to move on to that next step. <coughs> Same thing he said, right, of being able to work with other people and having those conversations and developing them. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it's clear for me now, based on that, on what stood out about him mm. and why it was important for us to bring him into the group mm. and have him be a part of it because of the skill sets that he brings to the table, right? Because <laughs> he's a super intelligent guy, mm-hmm. uh, a ton of experience from air conditioning controls to pools to mm-hmm. structural things, right, and properties. I mean, he's worked with you on one mm-hmm. or two uh, opportunities as well, right, Dave? Yep. So yep. all of that, it's like that's a no-brainer for us to to bring him into the into the group and and work together. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. But for for me, um, first of all, everything that Oscar just said. But I've had the pleasure of working with Mark since he got plugged into the club, right? I mean, it, he said that I was he was stuck with me as his coach, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was really cool. We I remember we went out. Um, we went out door knocking over by his house in Downey, and then we went door knocking together up uh, in the high desert. And in those initial first couple of meetings, we would always go to dinner or something after and just kind of hang out. And I learned so much about Mark uh, just at the beginning, and I've learned so much more about him over the last six years. But what I really got from Mark, and he'll never, he'll never say things like this about himself, but uh, in in my mind, Mark had things that I needed work in as his coach I was like man I this guy he's he's older than me he's got way more life experience than me he's built and closed intentionally closed multiple businesses um, you know million dollar businesses he this guy has done business and for me I came from a w-2 job I came Mm -hmm. from a job and I I learned as I was coming through I thought okay I need to learn real estate well Real estate, as it was, was really simple for me to pick up. Like, sure. real estate was simple. Uh, I picked that up really quick. But then what I learned was that I need to learn how to communicate with people. And in doing that, I realized, like, I need to learn how – now I need to learn how to run a business. <laughs> and Mark had both of those. In my mind, Mark is somebody who I look up to in um, 
learning how to um, communicate, like he has a way of communicating with him that sometimes our style, like my style of communicating is not the same as his, but I can definitely pick um, skills that he uses, that the, the way he communicates. I've taken some stuff from Mark as well. And then, of course, the way he runs his his life and the way he has run business. I mean, the guy has taught me, in my mind, way more than I've ever taught him. Mm-hmm. And when the opportunity for Oscar and I to really build a team and to look to, like, weaknesses, I looked to Mark and said, he's definitely got weaknesses that I have. I don't know yet if he has weaknesses that Oscar had, but he was a huge asset for me. And that's the reason why I put him on. You mean he has, you said he has weaknesses. You mean he has strengths. He has strengths where I am. Where you're weak. weak. Yeah, that's right. He has strengths where I'm weak for sure. Right. And in, in specifically in running a, in running a business Mm -hmm. quote, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I like when it comes down to it, I think we have, we have great conversations. We'll go out to dinner and have really great conversations. And we talk about different real estate transactions, which I feel very confident in. And I, can educate Mark easily. Sure. Then we'll have conversations about how to run a business, and Mm. I have no idea how to run a business. I mean, inside of this team, I find myself, like, kind of feel like the blind leading the blind sometimes, and then I'll talk to Mark, and he'll give me some insight about Hmm. things that he's done in the past, Mm -hmm. businesses that over the years, I mean, that he's built up to million-dollar businesses and then decided, I'm going to shut this business down, and, you know... Again, I mean, I'll let Mark share more if he wants to, but he will never tell people that he has done these things. Right. Because he is that humble. And it's crazy for me to see somebody who's done the things that he does Mm -hmm. to actually look to me for guidance. Like, that's – it's a different kind of person that can do all the things that he just said he does, which is sit here for six years and just observe and then build a business from there. Yep. I I agree 100%. Yeah, I think that's great. How do you feel right now, Mark? Do you feel like, there? do you know we're all talking about you? What does that feel like? Um, that's okay. Everybody talks about everybody, so get used to it. That's <laughs> part of life. So, um, Tim and I are different ways, but <clears throat> it was really purposeful. I found out early on that if I put a steak and a beer in front of Tim, <laughs> that I could learn a lot from him. <laughs> so um, that's kind of been our relationship, beer, steak, steak and... Beer. Uh-huh. and um, I learn, uh-huh. but I, th- I think if you want to learn, you have to be able to give somebody um, leadership. I don't think leadership is ever taken. It's given mm-hmm. to a certain extent. I am having trouble for the last year at our new business because all, all the businesses or all the um, things in my life that have been profitable for me, I had to say, I had the last say. Whether even if it was a 50 for 50 percent partnership, there is no such thing. One person always becomes dominant, That's one right. person will always have the say. And so, my challenge is to sit back. Um, I can get Tim and to open up with beer and meat. Um, <laughs> Oscar is is dark to me, I'm still learning how to dig inside Oscar's brain and pull out what I need to know. But in time, um, you learn everything so. <laughs> Did you know that, Oscar? That I'm dark? Aside from your skin color. <laughs> no, I didn't. And, but I appreciate the fact that he, he's willing to, to say that and share it. Because obviously it's, it's something that we need to, or I need to work on, or whatever that looks like. The, the thing that, that stood out, though, is 
um, he does have this innate ability, though he says, you know, what I heard you say was that there's, there's less input or value in your input right now, or you feel that way. And for me, he has this innate ability to ask questions in a way that allows you to process and arrive to where his mind is or his thought process is mm -hmm. without him ever being forceful and saying, I think you need to do this. Yes. Right? Which for me, that's like, that's like leadership 101. 100%. Right? It's, right. it's not, it's not the, the stern leader that gets the, the things going, right? It's, no, it's the one that people buy into, that people, right. you know, it's like you guys, right? People buy into who you are and they're going to follow and they're going to do what you ask them to do. Mm -hmm. he's, he's the same way. And I think that's that's where the balance for us exists is the ability to, um, like him, I like to observe, mm -hmm. right? And I and I watch what's going on, mm -hmm. and I learn from it, mm -hmm. and then I become prepared through that process. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching you, while you're watching me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like a chess game. Just I'm, watch, I'm watching both of you. Mm -hmm. I'm watching all creepy. of you. Like they, like, like they play chess a lot. <laughs> no, they play chess a lot. I don't yeah. play chess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we do. But so, yeah, no, I I, I definitely appreciate you you saying that out loud because, you know. Well, let, let, let me clarify for you. I'm just going to say what Mark probably didn't want to say, which is this, is that Oscar's really guarded. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to have Oscar to, to, to get him to open up uh -huh. to be able to see where his, what led him to that conclusion mm -hmm. is what I meant to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and, mm -hmm. um, it's true in chess or in any part of life. You're never playing. Um, you're never playing. Or, for instance, in real estate is what I'm trying to say. It's never about the piece of property. It's about the people on the other side. Mm -hmm. In any contract, in any conversation, in chess, you're not playing a game. You're paying a person on That's the other right. side. Absolutely. So it's really um, knowing a person and. Early on, I don't know if you ever heard my questions. Early on, I heard Dave mm -hmm. say, do exactly what Oscar is saying I do, and I don't think I do it that well. But Dave can really ask questions and lead, um, help a person discover what is on their mind mm -hmm. without ever putting any pressure on them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something to emulate, and that's very hard to ever be able to develop that skill in life. Mm -hmm. And for me, Dave is like, I look to him all the time and try to listen to your conversations, Dave, to try to emulate that because mm -hmm. that's an art. And I think that's a key in life if you can master that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well. I agree. As we, uh, as we wrap up here, Mark, I, I, because you are one of the longest standing students with the highest attendance and always committed, if you could leave a little nugget at the end of this for whether this is a person that's listening to our podcast for the very first time, considering this club, or even the, the club member that's in there now, maybe they just joined, or the club member that's you know been here for a few years and consistently struggles. Like, What's something you would, some piece of advice that you would give them that um, they could take away from and, and really ponder upon as we, as we close this podcast? Hmm. Um. <clears throat> Make a decision that this is going to be your business and work and do anything it takes to make it your business and make it profitable. And that includes going to class, learning outside of class, learning yourself, 
learning how to, what changes you need to make in yourself to make this a business that will last you for a lifetime. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you know, that leads me to a a very good, um, a very good conclusion because next week we're going to be talking about um, our mastermind meetings. I know you've, Mm -hmm. you've participated in those mastermind meetings, correct? I don't feel like he's missed one. I have. I missed a couple. Have you? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he's but missed he's, a, a couple out of all those. Mm-hmm. So next week we're going to be talking about the mastermind and, and the mastermind personal development meetings that we have going on inside the club. So definitely stay tuned. And um, I think that's a very powerful one. And as we're heading toward the end of the year, I know that we're revamping and, and getting ready for 2018 and what that's going to look like. So stay tuned and, and we'll catch up with you guys in a couple weeks. So with that... Boswell's. <laughs> Flipping off. Flipping out. <laughs> Flipping something. Flipping off of here. <laughs> Ow! No one in particular.